This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. Here's Jerry Callahan. Well, today's the day. Today is the day. It is election day, the day we decide the future of our republic, the day the coronavirus goes away. We've been waiting for this for a long, long time, or at least it's not as deadly, as dangerous as we've been told. That's today, or maybe tomorrow, the day. Today's the day. I hope Joe Biden stops yelling. Please, Joe, stop. You have a microphone there. Stop yelling, you angry old man. <sighs> Election day. It's it's happening. It's exciting. It's intense. It's wild. We'll talk about it today, and uh, we'll check in. We'll check in with our friend Howie Carr. We'll check in with uh, our friend Alex Reamer, too. Antifa Alex, see how he's feeling. I'll tell you how I'm feeling. I'm feeling pretty damn good i'm uh i'm still gonna board up my windows in fact i gotta board up my windows because i'm feeling good if my guy wins uh there will be rioting um just another reason to vote against biden harris but we'll get into all the reasons we'll get into all the action uh, J- donald trump just returned to the white house at 3 a.m after about 20 straight hours of campaigning, and I think that matters. I think that makes a difference. But we'll get into all the factors going into today, and we'll talk. And we're even gonna we're even gonna try to take some phone calls today. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure it'll be a disaster, but we will give it a shot on today's Callahan podcast. Brought to you by DCU Digital Federal Credit Union. Do you love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refin- refinance your car today with DCU, and they could help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance, insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, I'm going to make my plea, my usual plea. Uh, I'm going to ask people, don't vote. Don't vote. Don't go vote. Unless you agree with me, then I would like you to vote. But if you don't agree with me, just think of the lines. Think of the cold. You got other things to do. And by the way, one vote doesn't really matter. So if you're thinking of voting against the president, if you're thinking of voting for Joe Biden or Ayanna Presley or uh any of these radicals out there, AOC and, and Elon Omar, and don't vote. Don't bother. Why bother? Stay in bed. Rip well, another long hit and stay in bed. Or well, you could be like uh, Dave Cullinane here and just not give a damn about anything. Is that no, your- I don't. But, but here's, here's the thing is what, what's the curfew? It goes into effect at 10 o'clock. But I mean, really, yeah. really, it should be in effect at 10 a.m. So don't even worry about it. It's not just don't. He's already scared the shit out of us anyway. So I don't think anybody should leave their house. It, it is. It is amazing watching people. And I saw a little bit of it around Boston yesterday. I walked around a little bit of uh, uh, preparing, you know, for uh, you do two things. To, to fend off the 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 barbarians, the vandals, you board up and you put a, a BLM sticker in your window, put a BLM sign and say, you know, we're with you, we're with you, you violent uh, vandals and rioters and looters. Um, I have yet to see like an honest news report. There is no threat if Biden wins. In Biden's favored, according to the polls, he's favored. If Biden wins. You don't need to board up. If Biden wins, you don't need to hunker down. There will be no rioting. There has never been, not one time, has a Trump supporter broken a window, started a fire, assaulted a cop. I mean, 
rioted, looted, that it only works one way. And I will remind people again today, I'm going to remind you who you're voting for if you vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I mean, those two, these two are bad enough. But you're voting for that ticket. You're voting for Antifa. You're voting for BLM. You know, you're voting for those anarchists that we've seen since, you know, May, uh, since Memorial Day, uh, uh, tearing up this country, setting fires, assaulting cops, trying to blind cops, demanding we defund cops. That's another thing you're voting for. I just, I'm having trouble with this, Cullinane. I got to be honest with you. I know what the polls say. I refuse to believe them. I feel pretty good. I'm not I'm not one of these things, you know, thinking Trump's going to win by a landslide. I saw Newt Gingrich last night predicting 320-something uh, electoral votes for Trump. I don't see that. I'll settle for 270. I'll settle for a squeaker. But I just find it mind-boggling that 65, 70 million people are voting for this angry, confused, disoriented old man and his radical socialist mean girl running mate. It's the least attractive ticket that I can remember. And I know they're not really voting for them. They're voting against Trump. But you really want that in the White House for the next four years? You really want to open the door to AOC and Bernie Sanders and Liz Warren and, and you know Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg? You really want to open the door to Hunter Biden? You know to what I was uh, to the White you, House and make him and put his feet up and make himself comfortable for the next four years. Is that really what people are voting for? Yeah, and you and you and Turtle Boy were talking about this yesterday, and I was gonna, I was going to say, you know, you had a candidate like Pete Buttigieg, right? Like who who say what you want, you can hate his policies, but he's an impressive. You know, he comes he's off well. Right? <laughs> no, he's coherent. Yeah. So but I wake up this morning, and one of the first things I see on Twitter. Is him th- is him tweeting out? Imagine tomorrow waking up without Donald Trump as president. <laughs> it's like they they're just all they're just all insane right now. Everybody, it's, it's, it's all that matters. And I understand yeah. they hate him with the the fury of a thousand suns. You see it on TV every night. You read it. You see it on Twitter. There's a there's this PhD uh, woman. I could get her name. She's been been on CNN, MSNBC, and she does a tweet saying Trump is literally worse than Hitler. Hitler at least took care of the people. I mean, it's insane. He, we've been talking about Trump derangement syndrome for, for four years, and it's never been worse. It's never been more rampant. There are just people who see, like these Trump parades, these, this Trump parade the other day in, in Arizona, 96 miles long. The Trump parade that essentially surrounded the Biden bus in Texas, and they lose their minds. They, 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 the, 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 the woman from the Boston Globe, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, said it's like watching ISIS, seeing people, these happy warriors with Trump flags and American flags in trucks, honking their horns, smiling, supporting the president of the United States, not some, you know, fringe uh, Lyndon LaRouche character. They're supporting the president who's had a pretty damn good four years. And they're compared to ISIS who chop off heads and and and, and rape little girls and throw gays off buildings. It's, it is... I guess it's the one thing we can look forward to. Biden wins. The, these people will uh, settle down. They will. They will. They will uh, heal from their these terminal. No, I guess they wouldn't be terminal. These these cases of Trump derangement syndrome. But I made my list of people you must vote against today, 
and I tweeted it out. And I, it's even, my, I, I only had enough space for like half my list. But if you vote against Trump, if you vote for Joe Biden, you're obviously voting for a, a 78-year-old man in the throes of dementia who won't stop yelling. And you're voting for his radical running mate who won't stop laughing the least authentic, the phoniest politician I've ever seen in uh, in Kamala Harris. But you're voting for the big tech bullies. You know, you're voting for Jack Dorsey. You're voting for the squad. You're voting for, for AOC and Rashida Tlaib and Elon Omar and Ringo, my congressperson, Ayanna Presley, these radicals that want to transform the country. They don't want, you know, higher taxes. They don't want you know, whatever the... Uh, that just banned fracking. They want to turn this country upside down. I don't know why someone who works for a living or hopes to, you know, make uh, a, a young person looking to uh, have a career would want that. Would want their country flipped upside down. You're voting for the New York Times, the Boston Globe, the Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC. You're voting for Hunter Biden. You're voting for Liz Warren and Bernie Sanders. You're voting for Chris Wallace. You're voting for Michael Che and that other dink on uh, weekend. Colin Jost, the guy who married Scott. You're voting for these punks. You're voting for Jake Tapper and Lady Gaga and Shirley Leung. And, and you're voting for uh, Chuck Todd and Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich and LeBron James. Why would you want to vote for these awful people, these radicals that just their whole agenda is we hate the big bad orange man. We hate the president. They really, the, the, their big issue, even their big issue to me failed. Their big issue was coronavirus. And they say nothing, essentially, that they would do differently than the president. We know Biden would not have reacted as quickly as, as Trump. We know it would have been much, much worse if there were a President Biden or a President Hillary. We know that. And yet all he does is say, you know, Trump killed 200,000 people. Ah! I'm going, wait a second. So he killed all those, you know. 90-year-old people with six uh, you know, fatal conditions who uh, were in nursing homes in New York and Cuomo, and they killed them. How about the people in Mexico and Europe and Brazil? He killed them too? I mean, it's just nonsense. The one big argument that he has been hammering on the entire time falls apart. So I don't get I, – I do understand how people don't like the president because he tweets mean things and he says goofy, silly things sometimes. Uh, but they don't really have an argument when they talk about what he does. I understand they're emotional. They're liberals. That's how they th they don't really think. They feel. They have emotion. And in their emotion, in their hearts, they say, oh, he's he's mean. He, he tweeted a mean thing about Pocahontas. How dare he? I mean, she lied about her, 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 her ethnicity for 30 years and made a fortune doing it. That's okay. But you label her Pocahontas. That's, that's mean. We can't have a mean guy in the White House and Joe Biden, you know, Beijing Biden says we need to bring decency and, and, and dignity back to the White House. Uh, has Tara Reid been available for comment? I'm just checking, just curious if Tara Reid would like to comment on that. Or, you know, Tony Bobolinsky wants to talk about the decency and the dignity of this family of grifters. But you know what else you're voting for? You vote for Biden. You're voting for Saudi Arabia and Iran and Russia, you vote for these other oil producing countries because Trump's best argument, I think, was that we're energy independent. We don't, 
You know, we're fracking, we're, di- we're drilling, and we don't need foreign oil. Do you know why we had the Iraq war? Do you know why we are so involved in the Middle East, the two, uh, you know, the two wars most recently is because of oil. I mean, we depend on oil. We depended. We depended. We don't anymore. Why would you want to throw that away? I don't understand because, because fracking, do you think any of these idiots like AOC even understand what fracking is? I mean, they're against fracking. Joe Biden's against fracking. Kamala Harris is against fracking. Hopefully it'll cost them Pennsylvania. Even yesterday or this last couple of days, Joe Biden is campaigning with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, who did the dumbest commercial. I mean, maybe you can explain that one to me, Colin, where she's dressed in fatigues. She takes a sip of a beer and slams it down. Like, I don't even know. Is that making fun of the people she's trying to? She's convert? trying She's trying to relate to the blue collar. I mean, she's just, it, it was just a horrible, horrible execution. I made that okay, point. You're, yeah. you're a blue collar guy. Your father's a yeah. construction worker. Yeah. I, I have some friends, you know, my, my best friend's a paver. My brother-in-law's a construct, a concrete, a, a precast concrete guy. I know lots of blue collar guys. I've never seen one throw a full beer on the ground. Is that a, no, is that they, a they chug, no, they chug it and then they squash it with just one hand and then they throw it to the ground. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's empty when they yeah. do that. Yeah. Lady Gaga did it with full beer. And I'm going, what? What, what, what are you doing there, Gaga? What sense? I don't even understand the commercial. But anyway. They did their homework as usual. Lady Gaga is on the Artists Against Fracking Committee or organization with with Yoko Ono and a bunch of other moonbats, Mark Ruffalo. She is actively against fracking, and she's campaigning in Pennsylvania. With uh, I think she's from there. I think she said yeah. she's from Pennsylvania, yeah. Yeah, she is, but so what if your job depends on it? I'm sorry. I used to think, you know, like enthusiasm and – emotion in these in the in, in you know you're following your your the excitement you generate was overrated and you know when people went to the polls they voted for their self-interest which is what they do but watching the last few days has been amazing amazing and i <clears throat> i was talking to a friend of mine in florida because last night because he where he is they actually matter you know in florida really really matters and he's convinced Trump's going to win in a landslide in his state. And I'm I'm convinced he's going to win the state. Hell, you see that one rally where you had a bunch of Hispanic musicians singing, dancing, just having a blast that went to 115 in the morning. And and those people, they that Miami Dade, Hillary won by 30 points. There's no way that's happening again. He's going to do better in Florida than he did four years ago when he won it. But anyway, anyway. Trump says the same thing every time. It's it's the speech is not the point. It's the following, the energy, the effort it takes to go there and support him. And I watched these rallies over the last you know week, and I think there's just no. The, the, I mean, it's the greatest contrast he could draw. First of all, he's got the energy and the stamina to do it. Joe Biden does not. He kind of forced him out of the basement, smoked him out of the basement and made him go on the trail, and it wasn't a good look. Biden just yelled and looked so angry. And I don't think people, I mean, if you vote all else being equal, I think people want to have fun. They want to feel good. They want to vote for a guy that they that they like. I mean, no one really likes Biden. They hate Trump, but they don't like Biden. People look at those Trump rallies and they say, I would like to be there. I'd like to be part of that. That looks like a blast. 
No one thinks that about those car rallies where Biden is screaming into the mic and somebody's honking their horn like, you know, a kid in Little League just hit a home run or something. I mean, it's just the whole visual, the optic, the whole scene for Trump versus Biden was just so dramatic. I can't help but think it matters. It matters. And I know the polls still favor Biden, but these idiots were wrong last time. Most of these polls are done by Biden fans, Trump haters. I I hope, I hope they're wrong and I hope they suffer permanent professional damage. I hope we laugh at these pollsters, these Nate Silvers forever. I mean, he's again saying what 80% chance Biden, or maybe it's more now. Um, I mean, it's like, they're all got Biden winning everywhere. It's, I mean, you know, Arizona, North Carolina. I mean, it just doesn't feel real. Wisconsin in double digits. It doesn't feel real. These rallies matter because turnout matters. And when you see people waiting in line in the cold, you know, traffic, just waiting to just hear a speech they've seen on TV a thousand times. Yeah, but why haven't we brought up that people the vote? Turnout benefits the other side. So why ha- why aren't people talking about that? That's a really because, because you think anyone is inspired to vote for Biden Harris? I mean anyone. I say no. They're inspired to vote well, against Trump. Correct. They're extremely inspired to vote against Trump. But the people voting for Trump are so fired up and just so determined to get him four more years. It's it, it, people, everyone's saying the biggest election of our lives, most important of election of our lives. It feels like the most consequential because there's such a difference. I'm not sure there's any coming back from the Biden-Harris administration. First of all, they're going to open the borders and, and, and let in as many undocumented Democrats as they can. That changes the demographics going forward. And, it, and, and all Trump did is just wiped out, wiped out. I mean, you can say you hate his whatever, his, his tweets, his, his, his hair, you know, his, you know, his, his attitude. But we do have peace, relative peace. We have prosperity. We know you know it's coming back. You saw the last quarter GDP. You know that the virus derailed things for a while, but you know it's coming back. And, and you know, peace, prosperity, jobs, those are the most important things in every election, aren't they? I mean, they. that's why, you know, Biden lied and said, oh, we gave Trump a great economy and he drove it into the ditch. That's just a flat-out lie. Even I mean, you don't even need the media to to cover up for them. You see it, you hear it, you say, that's not true. If you're voting for peace and prosperity, if you're voting against lockdowns, if you're voting to open schools, open businesses, get back to work, these are basic, you know, fundamental issues. It's no contest. You want more lockdowns? You want to vote for the people who are forcing businesses to board up and hunker down? You want to vote for Antifa and BLM and, you know, and, and Ayanna Presley and Keith Ellison and these radicals who will have a open invitation to the White House. If, if, if Biden and Harris wins, that means, and you saw that Zoom call with uh, Bernie in the, in, the, in the squad, those people have a voice. Hell, Bernie might be in the cabinet. Liz Warren might be in the cabinet. That's scary. How come people in the middle there, moderates, you know, undecideds, can't see that? And just say, I, I'll vote for relative stability. I can't have that kind of that that radical element in the White House. But uh, we'll see. It's 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 early. We got 
12 hours. You know what? We won't even know today. Probably won't even know. We'll know some of the swing states, some of the battleground states, but we won't know all of them. It's going to get ugly. We know that the Democrats got a million lawyers on the ground. They are going to be contesting it in court. They, you know, they hope to put it before friendly, uh, like-minded judges. Uh, but hopefully, you know, Pennsylvania and Florida get declared tonight and, uh, and Trump wins, but who knows? We're going to talk to, uh, to one of our favorite, we're going to give it a shot. We're going to talk to some people on the phone. You sure we can do this, Cullinane? We you can. You want to, we can. You before you tease that and ruin it, you want to give Howie a call first, so we don't uh, take yeah, up the so phone. Like Howie call. Would like to take some uh, some calls from you know from the enemy, Antifa. Alex, our buddy Reem is going to join us. I hope. Oh, by the way, breaking news: Dixville Notch, Dixville Notch has five voters. I knew it was small, but didn't you think it was like, I thought it was like 20 or something. Yeah. Five. Five. All voted for Biden. Obviously, it's a moonbat town. Dixville, Notch, New Hampshire at midnight. Five, nothing. Biden got five votes. Trump got none. So uh, if that matters to you at all. But uh, the voting is just getting started. The rioting doesn't start for a few hours, especially, you know, depending on who wins. People are still boarding. I'm looking at a video right now of Washington, D.C. The entire city is boarded up. I mean, aren't there going to be cops out there? Isn't there going to be? Why don't they get the National Guard? The entire city, just block after block, is it boarded. Is crazy. Somebody, uh, somebody posted a picture on Facebook yesterday of them boarding up the Four Seasons in Boston. It's like, what the hell is going on? I went by there yesterday. Was that, did I see that? Um, yeah. It is, I, I guess it's better than, you know, you spend a little money to board up. You don't have to worry about the broken windows. And you know they're coming. I mean, it. I've said this all along. We're going to see more civil unrest because they feel like there's, A, there's no reason not to riot. They don't pay any price. They don't go to jail. And, B, it works. It gets people's attention. It gets, you know, liberals to take a knee and bow before them. It works. So if they don't get their way. And I hate to think people are voting for them just to keep the, you know, to keep them calm. But if they don't get their way, it's going to be a wild night, a wild few days. And hopefully, you know, the National Guard is employed and and, and people actually get arrested. Uh, that's how it used to be. But, you know, if you want this, if you want civil unrest, if you want Antifa to run wild in your streets or BLM or the anarchists, you know who to vote for. You vote for the the angry seventy eight year old and his his mean girl running mate. But uh, we're gonna check in with. I think Howie's in Florida too, right? So oh, he'll right. Be down. Him, uh, in a, I wish I were in a battleground state. It just feels like you know it. You're in the middle of the action. It feels like you're where it's at. Like I said, my friend down in Florida last night was all fired up. Couldn't wait to get to the polls and and uh, make a difference. We don't really make a difference in this deep blue state, which is why I'm encouraging all my friends who are voting for Biden to stay home. Don't even bother. Stay home. Don't bother showing up and voting for Ayanna. Not worth it. All right. Today's episode brought to you by Flagship Wealth. With me again, Dave McDonough. Dave, we are leading up to election night. What is going on in the markets? What's the impact here? You know, Dave, we ended up down last week again with the uh, the virus news coming out, record numbers, as well as that darn stimulus package that had zero chance of getting through Congress. So I think people are squaring up positions, certainly taking profits where they can going into next Tuesday. Remember, if Democrats sweep, you know, the thought being that capital gains rates will go up 
So it would be prudent to take your capital gains this year versus next. All right. So there's a lot to look into. There's a lot obviously going on in the world. We've got COVID, election night. What they can do is they can go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement, and you can keep up to date with all this madness that's going on by subscribing to the captain's blog. This is what we do each and every week in video and audio form, Dave, in written form right to your email inbox. That's correct. All right. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement, sign up, get the captain's blog, keep up to date. And guess what? We're going to talk to you again on Wednesday after the election to see what the impact to the market's going to be then. Until then, flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Thank you, Dave. My pleasure, David. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Howie from the uh, Howie Car Radio Network. Howie Car joins us. Howie, are you in Florida? Just curious. Yes, I am. I voted on Sunday morning at, at uh, West Palm Beach City Hall because there were no there were no uh, early voting centers on the island. So I went uh, I went across the the uh, bridge. It's it's walking distance to my house. I've already voted. I'm jealous, as you know. We don't matter up here in Deep Blue, Massachusetts. You matter in Florida. Really, really matters. What's your sense? I've been watching the rallies. I feel really good about Florida and Pennsylvania. Are you are are you feeling like your new home state, Trump's new home state, is going to go going to go red and and by how much is it going to be close? Uh, I mean, I think it'll be somewhat close, but I think he's I think he's going to win. I think you know he's he's got huge uh, enthusiasm down here, as you saw from the rallies and. You know, uh, on the weekends, I, I sit out and I, I look at the boats going by on the intercoastal waterway, and they've, they've all got Trump flags on them. And uh, if you go, uh, you know, we, we went out uh, over to West Palm Beach just riding around up to uh, Jupiter and Juno Beach. And the only place Biden's got any signs down here is on public property. It's Sheba-like, <laughs> you might say. Whereas, uh, whereas the Trump people are in the, uh, they're all in tr- the trucks with the big, with the big flags. I mean, it is lady. It is like uh, Lady Gaga was posing in front of, actually. But I love seeing those trucks go by. You know, yeah, it was, reminds me of ISIS. I don't know about you, uh, how you feel like I'm watching. You know, an ISIS parade. <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten. You know that I had written something about Renee Graham once. Uh, she got a back in 1991 when the Taylor still owned the paper. She she and a. Uh, Another black reporter got raises when white reporters weren't getting raises because they were trying to keep them and they leaked something to me. And I wrote a column about it. I'd forgotten all about it until I, I said I knew I, I knew I had some interaction with her that wasn't pleasant. But, uh, yeah, she's she's terrible. I mean, Renee Graham. And she's also an NPR, a, a public uh, broadcasting uh, parasite. Uh, which is no surprise, but I mean, it's the first time anyone ever read anything she wrote is when she tweeted the uh, the ISIS comparison, and she got crushed nationally. But I think of you, Howie. Uh, you're obviously you're my favorite political pundit uh, ever, and but you have chronicled, let's say, the uh, downfall of Joe Biden better than anyone. You you got all his his gaffes. I mean, you've you've certainly documented the. Uh, the cognitive decline of the uh, Democrat nominee. How do you see this playing out? I can't, uh, what would, if he wins, God forbid he wins, what is the over under on time before uh, Kamala ascends to the throne? I, it can't be long, Jerry. He just, he, he can't do it. I mean, he's just not all there. You know, 
And uh, it's, I don't know. I think he'd be in a lot better shape. Somebody mentioned this yesterday, and I thought about it, and I think I agree. If he had picked Amy Klobuchar, he'd be in better shape today. I mean, as as obnoxious as she is to her staff, apparently the the worst uh, employer on Capitol Hill, uh, I I think somehow that she's more likable than even than Kamala Harris. I mean, Kamala Harris is such a phony with that that accent and uh, you know uh, the, this BS that she's spouting. And she she never she never had any uh, press conferences the whole campaign because she can't handle it. I mean, my question is if if she ever became president, who would be running her? Because she you know she couldn't handle it. Well, it's that's the scariest thing. I, I I said this earlier, how we understand the people who don't like Trump. They don't like his tweets or his, you know, his brash uh, attitude or whatever. But I can't believe people are looking at uh, this angry uh, 78-year-old yelling and, 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 and his phony mean girl running mate say, yeah, that's who I want to hand the country over to them. You know the power behind the throne is a bunch of radicals. It's Bernie and Liz and AOC and... You know, and, and the big tech, you know, bullies Dorsey in his nose ring. You know who is going right. to be in charge, and it's right. frightening to. Oh, I know it, it should be frightening to decent you know, people everywhere. Promoting this is a return to normalcy. I mean, no, it's it's not a. It's it's going to be much worse. I mean, Trump was a return to normalcy. Right. This this is uh, this is going to be. Uh, something, uh, you know, sin and haste, repent at leisure. I mean, this is going to be disastrous if uh, Biden wins. I hope he doesn't. I, I don't think he's going to, but, you know, knock on wood here. And, and I mean, I assume you're like me. Is, you, you know, you vote against people. And I don't, I'm not just voting against Biden. I mean, I'm voting against this whole cabal, the, the mainstream media right now. I mean, people like Chuck Todd and, and, and Joe Scarborough and Chris Wallace and Mike Barnacle are so and they're they're praying their guy Biden pulls it out and tonight if if he does, I mean they're going to be so happy and that just that just makes me sick the thought of these people being being uh, happy and oh. uh, yeah exactly I I feel the same way I just uh, I I just want him to win uh, so bad I don't think I've ever wanted uh, anything uh, any political race uh, more than this one you know I mean I wanted it in 2016 but I I wasn't really all that confident and. I just like another four years, you know, to kind of uh, try to uh, get the country back uh, back on the, the the right track. This is this could this could be uh, really disastrous. I mean, with the abolishing the electoral college, packing the Supreme Court, sixteen year old votes, felons voting, uh, expanding the Senate. I mean, it's just it 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 just uh, it could be just t- totally out of control, and it doesn't take long for uh, for for everything to fall apart. I mean, look at Venezuela. Right, opening well, Cuba, opening border. You know, Cuba, Cuba would have been great if uh, Fidel Castro could have been in there for like five years to you know clean out the gangsters and then get overthrown. But I mean, it's going to take probably a hundred years for Cuba to come back now if if they ever you know if they ever shake off the shackles. Do you, do you? I mean, I, do you? What was your feeling about the enthusiasm factor before Trump? Because I never thought paid much attention to it. Didn't think it really mattered. I guess it mattered with Obama. But I, I wasn't a big believer in it till about two weeks ago. And now every night I watch these massive crowds and it works both ways. You see 20,000 people show up for Trump in the cold to hear the same speech he's given you know, five times a day. And then you see 38 people in their little circles 
to watch Biden scream, yell, angry Biden, yell into the mic. And I said, that has to matter. I mean, I don't know how to quantify it, but do you think the enthusiasm matters here? Yeah, I think it does. I, th- I think it, uh, it, it, it really uh, energizes everybody because uh, people are watching it. And it doesn't, you know what, it doesn't matter anymore if uh, the, you know, the mainstream media doesn't carry the rallies because you could just go to YouTube and watch it in two or three, four different places. And, uh, and I, I don't think the mainstream media has nearly the clout that they used to have, you know, and, uh, it's, it, everything is, uh, affinity groups. You know, you, you don't, you don't, uh, buy a newspaper or uh, listen to a, uh, listen to a news program on networks for, uh, for information. You, you get it to see a group of people that you agree with, I think. And, and I think that's, you know, it's really interesting what's going to happen once Trump's gone, whether it's, you know, and I hope four years or in, or in three months, it's, it's going to be the end of the line for all these mainstream media outlets. You know, I mean, I guess the Washington post could survive with Bezos owning it, but I mean, who's going to subscribe to the New York times. There's no news in the New York times. Right. See, they had Angela Davis on the cover of their magazine a couple of weeks ago, Angela Davis. <laughs> That's it's amazing, and I, I again I feel like if you vote for Biden Harris, you're voting for them. You know, you're voting for the New York Times, the Washington Post, Jeff Bezos. It is amazing how this phenomenon where you have, you know, the alleged, you know, the the like the Rolling Stone, uh, Rolling Stone, or you know, these people who used to be anti-establishment are completely invested in the establishment, the outsider. Is the incumbent, which is so strange, but it couldn't be more obvious that the people who used to be, you know, the revolutionaries out there, Angela Davis, the New York Times, I mean, they're they're cozying up to the establishment, and and they're hoping right. to get the same old get the deep the FBI hacks back in there over people's civil liberties, you know, in this in these FISA uh, warrants, and and they're defending the the FBI. You know, holding on to a laptop that's that's full of apparently some kitty porn, you know, <laughs> and they say it's a, they, they say it, this is all Russian disinformation. I mean, they just go out there and they they lie. I mean, this isn't after, you know, four years of crying, the, the sky is falling. They they can't not know that they're lying when they say this is Russian disinformation. It's it's just it, it's it's frightening to think that these I- people can be in charge. I said that the, the way they covered for Andrew Cuomo was the worst media bias I've ever seen. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, I said, check that. This cover-up for Biden and his son and the, the dealing with uh, the, with China and, and Ukraine, that's the worst. I mean, they never mentioned Tony Bobulinski's name. You've never seen media bias, or, or should I say media corruption like this, have you? You've been watching it for a long time. Has it ever been this bad? No, no. I mean, when I was writing Kennedy Babylon and uh, those two books, I mean, I went back and I looked at all the uh, the coverage of Chappaquiddick back in 1969, and that's when you know every uh, every household in New England had a framed portrait of JFK on the on the wall, you know, next to the grandchildren and the palm fronds from Palm Sunday, and uh, and they they were very uh, very skeptical and cynical and talking about what a uh, lame guy he was. And I thought to, I was thinking even then, writing two years ago, that they would never cover Chappaquiddick that way anymore. They would try to cover it up. They would just go. They would just go full all in Boston Globe. You know, Senator wandered in days for hours. That famous headline on the Globe. 
I mean, but they, they, but the rest of the media wasn't in on it. They they were willing to uh, you, you know point out his flaws. They're not willing to do that now for Joe Biden. They 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 don't they say how you know these these uh, evil uh, you know Republicans and conservatives talking about his uh, his dementia. This is this is just unfair. He's really a brilliant person. Right, and they, I mean, they, you literally, I said when it first broke, I said they're going to try to destroy Tony Bobulinski. They're going to discredit him. They're going to go back and look at his high school yearbook or find out that he got a pocket. They didn't have to do that because they never mentioned his name. They completely suppressed the news, which I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I, I had Rudy Giuliani yesterday and we uh, on my show. We were talking about this. And, and I said, so the FBI had this, had this laptop since last December, but they didn't get around to interviewing Bobolinsky until a week ago. And it's not like, you know, Bobolinsky is some kind of name that's, you know, there's, there's a million of them out there, right? I mean, all they have to do is look to see who the, who the email is addressed to or who the CC is, and they could have they interviewed this guy, and they, they never bothered. They, they couldn't be bothered. And, you know, here's, here's Trump is, is actually being tried in the Senate on, on impeachment charges yeah. about this Ukraine hoax. And they and they have the, the FBI has the documents showing that everything the Democrats said about it is a lie. I mean, I I, th- I don't know if in a legal sense it's exculpatory, but you know that wasn't really a you know a, a totally legal proceeding. It was just a you know court of public opinion. I mean, if people had seen those uh, emails, they, there wouldn't have been any impeachment votes. And the, but the FBI sat on it. How corrupt is the FBI? It's it. It's totally it's amazing. He got impeached for saying they should look into this Hunter Biden character when clearly Hunter Biden was, you know, corrupt. He was. He, he, they should have been looking into it. it the, the, the whole impeachment is just a joke. Also, but look, look at the difference in Texas when they the uh, they had the uh, you know the fender bender involving the uh, Biden bus and the uh, and the, car- right, the right. caravan, and the FBI immediately announces they're investigating it. Well, it, it turns out it was the Biden car that hit it. And it, it was nothing more than road rage anyway, no matter who was at fault. But how come the FBI is all over that, but they, they're not all over whatever the hell is on uh, Hunter Biden's computer? And, you know, these, these allegations of, you know, having to kick back 50 percent of uh, his, his, uh, his collections to the big guy. I mean, it's it. It's really just uh, so appalling. That's why they've got to lose today. I mean, they, they just, yeah, you know, Trump, Trump made some mistakes appointing Ray. He took uh, Chris Christie's uh, word that uh, Ray was a good guy. That was a big mistake. Uh, Jeff Sessions turned out to be a big mistake. But, you know, if he gets another four years, he's just got to clean up those, those two snake cuts to DOJ. I, I, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping tomorrow Christopher Ray follows Fauci out the door. That's what, what has to happen. I, uh, to wrap that up, how it still makes me laugh. And although it pisses me off, Chris Wallace, this stooge says, look, Biden's innocent. There's nothing on his tax return that says he took money from the communist Chinese. And you know, the me, the me is like, Oh yeah, you got a point there. He must be innocent. It's just, it's just so, I mean, they're all so full of it. Yeah. I know. Did they, did they ever do any like reporting? I mean, there's something called a net worth. I mean, they, they were they were dropping guys like uh, flies at City Hall when I worked there with net worth investigations. You know, I mean, you just you just go back and you say, what does this guy own? Uh, what is his spending patterns? And then you say, what is his income? And and you know, it's it's like shooting fish in a barrel. 
And I know they could get Biden on that. I, I'm, Absolutely. They, they've taken down dozens, if not hundreds of people, politicians and gangsters and, and just crooks in general, you know, embezzlers. It, 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 it's so, I mean, we need to see them suffer. I need to see, you know, Chris Wallace and, and Joe Scarborough uh, and a whole bunch of them and, and Don Lemon. I need to see them just, you know, eat, eat it tonight. I, I really, or tomorrow or whenever this ends, you don't think it's going to end tonight. Do you? Not unless it's a landslide. I hope, I hope it's right. a landslide. I really want it to be over. I'm tired of it. Aren't you? Yes, and I, but I, I, you know, I don't, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I hope that there's rioting and looting because that means Trump. If Biden wins, there'll be none of that. This whole uh, boarding up was a waste of time if Biden wins. This only works one way, as you know. I mean, well, the media will tell us it's, you know, white supremacist and proud boys, but you know that uh, they're gearing up for a, a Trump win. And I, you know, you don't want to see that. They're, they're not. Don't you remember Joe Biden's called them the poor boys? Yeah. <laughs> Willie and the poor boys. By the way, before you go, or oyster poor boys, or but they're—that's what they are. They're poor boys, as, as he says. And, and I wish—I hope it's over though, because I want to get back to whacking uh, Charlie Parker. Yes. This yes. thing is so ridiculous. What's been going on here with this? Uh, it's incredible. I can't believe I ever voted for this guy or supported this guy, Charlie Baker. And he gets a pass from the national media because he has an R next to his name, but he's every bit as bad, maybe not as bad as Cuomo, but he's as bad as Murphy or Whitmer or any of these other hard left authoritarian uh, governors. What, what happened to him, Howie? What the hell happened to Charlie Baker? I I, I was going to say that he, he, he has endorsed a, a religion. He's endorsed the cult of the mask. I mean, he, he really believes this crap. You know, I mean, some of these guys, even some of the Democrats, you know, they don't believe it, you know, but he is, he's actually into it, I think. And, uh, but he, I mean, it started when he banned, uh, menthol cigarettes, you know, we should have seen that there was something wrong with the guy right there. You know, even if you don't like to smoke and you, I mean, what's the point of banning menthol cigarettes if you're not going to ban all cigarettes, right? It's like banning gin, but not rum or, you know, <laughs> or it's, it's crazy. It's and just, it's, he's the worst. And I know restaurant owners, as you do, gym owners who've been bankrupted. He's just ruined small business. I'm out in the city all the time now. And you just, half the restaurants are gone, never to return. It's sad. And he doesn't give a damn. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I, I just remember, I, I never, I don't think about it much, but when I was a kid in the sixties, all the industries were moving out of Massachusetts, you know, like the textile mills in Lawrence and, you know, uh, where I was, Gil Barco, you know, which made the pumps for uh, Exxon and Springfield, they were all moving out and the whole, the whole state looked like it needed a, uh, a paint job, you know, and it was just down and out. And, and slowly over 50 years, 50 years it took to build its way out. And he, he destroyed everything in six months. We're right back where we were in, in the great society, you know? And, 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 and you see him, you know, you see these updates, these press cards. He doesn't care. It's a, he has no concern for small business at all. I don't know who he's pandering to, the Globe or, you know, Harvard or whoever, but he's, he doesn't care about, you know, uh, people who work at restaurants or gyms flipping around these these dashboards too you know I, I, he did it again yesterday he he's now putting on the front page how many cases there have been among people under the age of 20 you know so 
Like, you know, Charlie, you know, we could read charts. There's, there's one person under the age of 20 has died in Massachusetts. It's, it's not... It, it's not what you're making it out to be. Let me just read you this thing. I just I, I tweeted it out last night. His st- statement on the uh, the the uh, calling up of the National Guard. Uh, Massachusetts public safety officials today outlined preparations to ensure the Commonwealth is positioned to maintain public safety following Tuesday's election in the event of large scale gatherings following the election. Uh, this this will be in the event their assistance, the National Guard's assistance, is requested by local officials to protect opportunities to exercise First Amendment rights during large-scale events. So as I it's, said, Jerry, that means that after as starting this week, the only drink you're allowed to have in Massachusetts after 9.30 is a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> well, we know the virus is like a bat. It lurks there at night and it comes out and attacks after 10 p.m. I thought we were done with this, you know, like six months ago. Uh, honestly, when you, you point out, they point to the uh, cases, <clears throat> the increase in cases, that's how you know a politician, a public official is full of it when they say, oh, look at the cases, because most of the cases are college kids who test positive and, and a week later they're fine. It's not a big deal. You look at the death rate. We're still number three in the uh, in the country. I believe we're top 10 in the world. If Massachusetts were a country, we would be top 10 in the world in death rate. That's what matters. We've been mismanaged uh, incredibly by by Charlie Parker. He shut down all the gyms. He shut down all the restaurants. He shut down all the bars, the social clubs. Zero people have died in any of those places. And two-thirds of the deaths are in the nursing homes that he that his Department of Public Health regulates when they're not yeah. falsifying criminal drug tests, that is. And it's incredible. And somehow, you know, he he's not blamed for it. It's just I don't understand who's not seeing it, who's not understanding just what a what a tyrant he is, and just how 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 he's destroying this 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 state business in the state without blinking an eye. It's just and whatever. Anyway, uh, we'll do that another day, Howie. We'll do that another day. Today today's the day. Today's the day we want people to get out and vote against Biden Harris. That's what I'm telling them to do. vote against. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Lady Gaga, get out and vote against Jack Dorsey today. You can't let these these barbarians in the gate. All right, uh, you're in Florida. Have fun. I wish I were down there, not only because it's like 27 degrees up here, but because we don't matter, and you do. Trump has to win Florida. Good luck down there. I assume you're, uh, you know, you're out in your pickup truck with your Trump flags today. <laughs> we're gonna have dinner at Mar-a-Lago tonight. Are so you? Oh. God, I hope it's a celebration. Who do you have on your show today? You've been getting some big time guests this week. I know they're putting some big time guys on with you. Yeah, Rudy is coming on today for more. Steve Bannon will be coming on for more uh, more Biden talk, Biden lap talk, uh, laptop talk. So we'll have him. And I just I uh, just made the pitch to uh, Kaylee uh, McEnany because we were the last show he called in uh, 2016. He called at like 6:30 on election night made a last pitch. And I said, you know, I saw he made, he, he repeated his uh, schedule for the last day, you know, went to Grand Rapids for the final rally. I said, if he wants to keep, keep repeating, you know, his good luck charms from uh, four years ago, have him come on the show. I, I don't know if we'll get him or not, but I figured it was worth a shot. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. I saw the video. I don't know if you've seen it yet. He arrived back at the White House at 3 a.m. this morning. He just got back to the White House, and I'm sure he'll go all day today. The The contrast could not be greater. 
Sleepy, Sleepy Joe is just an angry old man who's just struggling to make it to the finish line, and Trump is just tireless. I would not be surprised if he calls and checks in with you today, Howie. We will be listening, Howie. Thanks, uh, thanks for the time. Hey, thank you, Jerry. Always a pleasure. I'll see you. Bye-bye. That is Howie Carr from the Howie Carr Radio Show and the uh, Boston Herald and uh, Kennedy Babylon books, which are great, by the way, great books. I don't know where he finds the time, but he's on a roll. He had Rudy on yesterday. He's had Trump on a whole bunch of times. He's going to Mar-a-Lago. I was going to say, who who gives a shit if he's coming on the show or not? He's he's going to be in Mar-a-Lago tonight. I mean, just think of that. If he wins, how much fun that'll be. And if he loses, how depressing that'll be. I mean, that's going to be a more. Either way, it's it's an interesting experience. I like that. He sits down and watches the boats in the Trump. Boat parades go by. That sounds like fun. I'd like to do that. I'm, I, I feel like we're getting left out of all this fun stuff up here, in Massachusetts. We hardly, do, we hardly have any rioting, any looting. We got nothing going on up here in in, in Boston. Uh, let me tell you about Shea Concrete before we get to all that. Shea Concrete. This is for you homeowners and home builders. Did you know, did you know Shea Concrete uh, and my brother-in-law Greg has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you knew that. Uh, but telling you about that, this is a good time to listen, to get yourself some new steps for your old home. Or if you're building a new home, uh, Shea has great values and designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize your steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new techniques can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home and increase its value. That's key. This is an investment in your home. And you don't have to do anything except pick out the steps and you watch them, take the old steps, drag them away. That's a a lot of work, but you don't have to do a thing. You can sit in the window and watch them do it. And when they're done, your house will be more beautiful and be worth more. Makes all the sense in the world. They can remove your new steps and have you walking on new steps within hours. doesn't even take a lot of time. You can have this done before winter really rolls in. Learn more about Shea's Concrete Steps at SheaConcrete.com. That is SheaConcrete.com. All right, we're checking in with our our, uh, our token Antifa member, Antifa Alex, who is, uh, you're looking, I don't know, I don't like this. You're looking pretty uh, upbeat, big smile on his face. Are you feeling good about your your guy, uh, Sleepy Joe and Kamala? I'm feeling good, Jerry, because today is the NFL trade deadline. We have a big show coming up, CBS Sports Radio tonight. Will the Patriots trade Stephon Gilmore? And is Belichick making excuses about the salary cap? I think yes. So that's what I'm excited about. Some good I NFL trade deadline. I was explaining this to somebody uh, the other day. And the death of – I should say the death. It was – It was the Dennis and Callahan show was seriously wounded by a – terrible general manager we had named Jeff Brown. And we had Mitt Romney call in, this would be eight years ago, call in and literally asked to come on with us and talk to us and said, and at this point he was leading in the polls. We thought he was going to be the next president. And he said on the air, this is my favorite radio show. This is before Mitt, you know, stabbed us all in the back. Yeah. Did you believe him though? I think he was a a pretty good get. We thought the news would pick it up. You know how it works. The general manager calls us in and starts screaming at us. And we're going, what the hell are you talking about? He goes, you you will do sports. I don't care. He he said, no more politics. I said, but we got great ratings. We're kicking ass. He says, I don't care. He was such a a puss. He couldn't handle like one or two phone calls of complaints from local liberals who didn't like that, which you have to do. That's your job as a GM. You have to have the back of the talent. Anyway, on election day and, uh, I know you've you've heard this story before. The morning after 
Obama beat Mitt Romney. We talked about Cody Ross and I think the Patriots yes. offensive line. And it was embarrassing. The big news was, you know, the election and we had to ignore it because our pussy of a general manager just said, you cannot do that. He, he literally said, if Obama calls in, you can't take the call. I'm like, well, you don't have to worry about that. Meanwhile, right next door, WRKO is disgusting right, with us. Is like Bright, Breitbart Radio is right next door in WRKO, but he he gives you that direction. But. Well, I mean, but that was, I mean, that was they, the, the opening that day that you guys had was like the uh, your the worst gut punches in sports history. So it was a little. I see what you guys were doing there. That was probably right. a Dino idea, correct? Uh, I forget, but it was trying to you know send a message probably. code, you know code to our supporters. I, that I, we, I got that. We were, uh, our hands were tied. So, it was like Trump sends the message to the Proud Boys. You guys were sending the message to your supporters back then. I promise you today on sports radio, they'll be talking about whatever. Brady beat the Giants last night. In a, he in did. A, um, and whatever, talking about Cam Newton, even though this is, I, I don't think it's an exaggeration, the biggest election, the most important election in all our lives. It is, I mean, the contrast could not be greater. The direction of the country is at stake. You're happy. I assume. See, here's why um, uh, people, you know, lots of people listen to me, hate you. I don't care because you're honest and you're you're genuine. You're not like Kamala Harris. You're not a phony. You really want, you know, Bernie Sanders and AOC and Ayanna Presley to be steering this ship. You want them to have the, uh, the free reign. They want them to be in the White House. You want them to be controlling this country. I, I do. Unfortunately, even if Biden does prevail, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, as Joe Biden said in the last debate, it was his best line. Donald Trump is not running, Jerry, against Bernie Sanders, against AOC, not even running against Hunter Biden. He's running against Joe Biden. And uh, Joe Biden is a corporate guy. Wall Street had huge gains yesterday. Why? Because they feel good about a Biden election and they like Joe Biden. He's a friend of Wall Street. So I wish AOC would take over the country uh, on January 20th, but I don't think that's going to happen. See, I think it is because Biden's not long for the job. I mean, obviously he's not, he's not sharp. He's old. He's in decline. He's weak. You see him on the stump and I realize it's, you can't, he's trying to keep up with, with Trump and it's a bad strategy. He can't. And he just looks confused. He's inventing, he's making up words now, which is kind of crazy. He's forgetting where he is. He's just yelling in the microphone, he's not up for the job. The over-under I'm going to put at nine months before Kamala Harris ascends to the throne. So you, you would so be you're, you'd would be okay, okay with, with that, right? Because she's the most radical member of the Senate. She's right in lockstep with the with the squad. That's not true at all, actually. Kamala Harris is a big friend of Silicon Valley. She also is a big Wall Street person. You have this ticket all wrong, Jerry Callahan. Your 401k, if you still have one, will really like a Biden-Harris administration make me me feel oh. i see i <laughs> thought it was the one upside to biden winning is they won't destroy the, you know our cities there will be no looting there will be no arson there'll be no people throwing bricks at cops if biden wins if trump wins we're looking at total chaos in the cities right in the total democrat run cities in the democrat run states correct well, i mean i don't see you sound like a man right now who's resigned to Trump losing, already talking about Kamala Harris taking over nine months in. Is that correct, Jerry? Where's no, your I'm confidence bracing, on I'm, I'm hoping for the best and uh, bracing for the worst. For the worst. That's, there you go. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm certainly hoping Trump prevails and we get four more years because uh, I, I'm honestly, I fear, I fear for the country. This, these people, and you might think 
Biden's a Wall Street guy, and he is. He's been in the past, but there are just people all around him. I mean, he gave in on you know the the Green New Deal. He uh, uh, he's got his own version, but he said he wants to get rid of oil. He wants to ban fracking. These are radical concepts. Uh, and, and he said he doesn't they, want to ban fracking, but I don't give a shit about fracking anyway. Do you really care about fracking? Yes, I think <laughs> we we cannot be dependent on the Middle East for oil for energy again. Those that that's disastrous. We are energy energy independent. That matters. That's a good thing. We should keep it that way. Pretty simple. I, I just don't really know where Trump. I feel like this campaign lost his message so much, and I think a big part of it was the lack of Steve Bannon. Because in 2016, Trump's message, Jerry, was this kind of new kind of populist, nationalist Republican. And now what? He's campaigning against the – his closing message is about fracking and oil and tax cuts and minimum wage. It's like boilerplate Republican stuff with this insane guy delivering it. I don't know. I feel like well, Trump what – did, What did you want him to talk about? I think those are, are pretty solid talking points when you're in Pennsylvania – to say, you know, we, we don't want to ban fracking. We don't want to ban oil. I mean, Joe Biden said in the last debate, we want to get to zero emissions in 2025. That's well, that four Trump, years Trump away. Called, Trump called it's, up little, little pimp last night as his strong closing message. I know one of your favorites, Jerry. Little, little pump, I thought it little was. Pump. Little pump. I know, but he I called it little, little pump. Little Wayne. Always been a little Wayne guy. I know you um, back. <laughs> always been a, you know, 50 cent guy, even yeah. though he was, uh, you know, with that hag, uh, Chelsea Handler. What if, 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 do you think if Trump wins, what's your first thought? What's the, I know you don't want him to win. He wins. What's your first thought? What's your biggest fear? How do I get to Mexico? I guess is the question. I'd go to Mexico, not Canada. Um, I, I, I would, I think any semblance of a democracy that we have left would be over completely. Okay. Hold, hold it right there. Stop right there. Stop, stop. That's the most idiotic thing you've said. And you've said a lot of idiotic things. What I mean, I don't even understand that logic. I mean, the guy, the last thing in the world he is is some kind of dictator. He doesn't I mean, explain how that would work. How would how, what, what, how would he get rid of our democracy? You're the one saying let's uh, you know pack the court, let's add four senators, let's get rid of the electoral college. Your side are the dictators. You're the ones who want to get rid of the democracy. I don't understand sure. how that charge against Trump. The plan for the Trump campaign, it's been reported, is to have it be close enough in states like Florida and Pennsylvania tonight and then prematurely declare victory before all of the votes are counted. That is stealing the election. That is their plan. And that is not democracy. Are you going to bring up this nonsense about voter suppression again? Because 100 million people voter suppression. Well, already we've got 100 million people voted, which is wonderful for democracy, but voter suppression. I mean, it's just the most ridiculous talking point, voter suppression. Well, if you have a situation like in Wisconsin where you're not allowed to accept ballots that are postmarked by Election Day that may get there a little later because of our slow U.S. Postal Service. Oh, who's to blame for that? Or oh, you have Jesus. a situation, like, you you have a situation yes, like, I mean, Jerry, no. you have reams and reams of lawsuits from republicans looking to muddy up the counts in all of these swing states what do you no, call that just, just the opposite you're looking uh, voter fraud's a much bigger problem than voter suppression there is no voter suppression but i got an idea tell me if you're up for this next election is drive by voting you honk once for the democrat honk <laughs> twice for the republican or maybe you stay at home and you just think I want to vote for uh, Joe Biden, and that counts as a vote. Yeah, it voting and easier. Honest to God, today should be the day we all vote. Today, there should be no mail-in voting. There should be no oh, drive-in voting. It should be like election day. 
I mean, you vote, are you voting? Are you voting today, or did you mail in? Of course, I'm voting today. I'm a red-blooded American. You vote on election day, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show my ID, and they're going to say, "We don't need to see that." I'm going to say, "Look at it anyway, woman." I'm going <laughs> to make sure they look at my ID. Hope you. I hope you're wearing your mask, and not a Trump mask. You'd get thrown out of the polling place for trying oh, to right. campaign. I, do have a, uh, I don't have a Trump mask, but I do have a. Uh, I'll show you right here. A, uh, it's obviously a racist clans uh, white yeah, well, supremacy. Yeah, obviously. What does it's it say? A, American flag? Uh, no, I don't like that. That can't. Blue Lives Matter. Oh, that's again, that. That is an act of violence. That yes, that I got my right blue. Li- can I wear this to the polling place? My Blue Lives Matter mask. Um, it might intimidate some voters, but uh, I wear like I wear like Biden does on one ear. Yeah, that's good. It's effective. <laughs> All right, have you effective. voted already? I have weeks ago. I'm done. Yeah, I dropped it in the bed. Uh, dropped it in the box weeks ago. Did you vote for Ayana? No, I'm not registered actually uh, in Boston, so I'm still registered in the suburbs. And I voted for the great Caddy Clark, Catherine Clark. We're proud See, to I don't be even like know her. Who's running against Ayanna, but I'm proudly voting for him, whoever he is. I don't know. I mean, Shiva is it that uh, that guy? The show? Or... <laughs> no, I don't think it's Shiva. All right. Well, we'll see, uh, Reamer. Good luck. Uh, what are your What are your predictions? What do you think is going to happen? I think. Uh, Trump wins, and I'll tell you why. That's I think I, I was convinced in the last couple of days that enthusiasm matters. I think because turnout matters, enthusiasm matters. You have to want to vote, and you have to say, if the line is long, if it's cold out, I'm going to vote. People don't do that for Joe Biden. They don't care about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They might do that because they hate Trump, but the people who love Trump will definitely wait in line. We've seen that already. They don't care if it's cold or raining or if it's late. They will wait in line, and they will do it. And the other thing I can't get out of my mind and tell me if this matters or or maybe you disagree. I know people who voted for Trump in 2016, uh, four years ago. None of them is not doing it again. None of them has bailed on him. Every single person I know who supported Trump four years ago is supporting him more enthusiastically now. So if he won with these people four years ago, what changed? They didn't. There's nobody. Who Who are these people who you know? I'm, I'm just um, think of the prototype. Obviously, I mean, I could give you their names. What do you care? Give me their names, think, their addresses. There are a lot of. Do you think there are a lot of Trump voters who supported him in '16 who aren't supporting him now? Uh, yeah, anybody who's lost their job during the coronavirus pandemic, anyone who's lost a well, family no, no, no. member or a friend, uh, no, no. anyone whose life has gone to total shit, yeah, Hold should not Alex. be voting for Trump again. That's ridiculous because everyone knows he's against lockdowns. He's against shutdowns. It's the Democrat governors, the liberal governors like Charlie Baker, who put people out of work. That's a winning issue for him. That's a no, winning you, issue. The you people cannot get the economy back. Jerry, the fact that That's our right. plan is to just let the virus run rampant until there's a vaccine is the worst thing for the economy because I don't care if everything's open, no restrictions. If there's no consumer confidence, there's no economy. So well, uh, You know what? I tweeted this yesterday and I believe it. I can't imagine there's any restaurant owner, manager, any gym, re- gym owner or gym manager who is not complete convert to Donald Trump because the Democrats are the one shutting them down. The Democrats are the one putting them out of business. He's the lockdown issue is a winning issue for Trump, which is why he talks about it constantly. So I think you're, you're, uh, you're barking up the wrong tree there. The people who bailed on him, 
I don't know any of them. Maybe I'm sure they're out there, but it has nothing to do with lockdowns. It has nothing to do with the virus, but nothing to do with the virus. So if you've lost, I mean, 227,000 Americans have died. So you, those people, you, what do you, how about you think all the, how about all the European, the Italians who died or the Brazilians who died? Is it that his fault too? No, but I mean, we have the worst outbreak in the world and have for really since the start of this here in the yes, U.S., and he has no plan. Eliminate the blue states and the Democrat governors who, who, who handled this so poorly, mm-hmm. like Charlie Baker and Andrew Cuomo, then you don't have a, a, a I, The club. 10 states, Jerry, with the, ri- with the fastest rise in caseloads, eight of the 10 have Republican governors. So well, The top four states in death rate are all, it's New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Mass- Massachusetts, Connecticut. They're all deep blue states run by deep blue authoritarians like Charlie Baker. But anyway, we're not doing this again. Reamer, I hope you have a tough night, a bad night. I hope all your friends in Antifa are angry. I don't care if they're going to go out there. All the businesses are boarded up. Uh, um, it is it is terrible for the country if your guy wins. So I'm, uh, I'm rooting hard against him and her, the, the phoniest the, the, the phoniest politician in U.S. history, Kamala Harris. The She'll be the 47th president, right? Correct. Uh, Biden will be the 46th. He'll last, yep. you know, like about as long as McKinley. He'll last a, a month. Right. And then uh, then Kamala will ascend to the throne and you'll get your way. All Honestly, the radicals inside the gate. I've been thinking there's no rule against a third term. The Democrats should have ran just Barack Obama in 2020 if they really wanted to win that space. I mean, he hit that jump shot, Jerry. Great shot. I mean, that was impressive, I was, huh? I think it was like his 23rd try, but oh. yeah, great job. Um, all right, 12 more years. Donald Trump, and then he passes the <laughs> baton to Don Jr. Just to drive you insane. Oh, wow. I'm looking at uh, Alex Reamer wrote a column about Rachel Maddow. Speaking I of did. phonies, Rachel Maddow. Yep, for out sports, Jerry. She is a gay. I don't know if she's gay. I don't know if you knew that about her, but she also... Oh. No. Yes, <laughs> no, I don't know what gave it away, but she she is, and she was a great high school volleyball player. So there's the sports tie. She was a good looking, like blonde, blonde, long yeah, blonde hair, long blonde hair. Yes, uh, exactly. Everyone, everyone says like she's a nice person and all, but I don't know how you recover from three years of nightly talking about the Russian conspiracy yeah. theories i mean she has no credibility she was completely invested in the russian hoax we now know that was all made up by hillary but she bought it so i mean how smart could she be i don't yeah, know yeah i mean she wrote it showed it to high ratings though i mean i will say that but yeah a little much with the russian hoax for Matto. I, I agree with you there what do you I mean raised it's crushed by uh by hannity well, during the Russian hoax, though, she was riding. She was riding high. She's for the ratings, like they all are. But yes, we're going to be watching Maddo tonight. We'll get ready for NFL trade deadline review. It's a big night here, Jerry. All right, I'm I'm going to add you to the list of people. If you vote for Biden Harris, Alex Reamer wins. Uh, yes, Rachel Maddow wins. So yes, vote Trump. I saw. So I re- who? So Murchison wins. Who else wins? Antifa wins. Chris yes, Wallace wins. wins. BLM wins. LeBron wins. AOC LeBron wins. wins. China yeah. wins. You know who oh else wins? Goodness. James Comey wins. The FBI wins. Uh, Jack Dorsey wins. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> oh wins. God. Chris Wallace wins. Jake Tapper wins. Yeah. Oh, these awful, awful people. How can people vote for them? You're voting. If you vote for Biden-Harris, you're voting for Jake Tapper. The Pazootis win. That's who wins. Chuck Todd wins. Greg Popovich wins. So when when does it end then? When do you think we'll get the the final results? I pray to God or, tonight. Projection like three weeks from bringing Thursday. Unfortunately, I think we're heading for a major legal challenge in some states that have 
I mean, there are, there's four or five states where they aren't going to be done counting for a week or more. I think one, I think the last state is like nine or 10 days from now, we're allowed to count mail-in ballots. Now, hopefully they won't matter. You could just throw them away because the margin of victory is big enough for the president. But if it's close, they're going to be counting mail-in ballots for days. No vote should ever be thrown away, Jerry. As you know, get out and vote and make sure every vote counts. What'd you say? What about the military ballots? You want to count them? Those come in super late. Yeah, I do. Count them all, baby. And they'll be riding with Biden. Because they'll be for Trump. But all right, Reamer, we'll talk to you uh, next week. Hopefully, you have a have a rough night. Tell your uh, pals in Antifa to go easy on uh, you know the restaurants. They've had a tough enough time. Go easy on the small businesses, please. We're doing we're doing a sit in at an at an indie bookstore near you. So be on be on the lookout for that. There are no indie bookstores. They're all gone. They're all gone. <laughs> There's nothing left but Amazon and Applebee's. Actually, Target. Applebee's Don't forget Target. Target's the big winner here, too. There's nothing left but Target, Amazon, and uh, you know McDonald's and Burger King. Everything else is gone, which thanks to your friends in the, in the governorships. All these crazy left-wing governors have just destroyed their states. But all right, Reamer, we got to okay. go. We got to go. We're going to challenge. Um, challenge uh, what's my producer's name? Cullinane. I asked if we could take some calls because people want to talk. Oh, they we're, wanna... still, we're still going to do it even past an hour. All right. All right. Okay. Forget it. You know, I know you're afraid to, you, you struggled to get the Howie call up. That's, that was that's, good. Not, that's nonsense talk. That's not, you that was, that was, that was good. That was good. All right. We'll, we'll do You know what? How about this, Dave? Tomorrow, tomorrow we'll, we'll take calls. If you can figure it out, if you can yep. figure it out, we'll take calls because Tomorrow's a big day, too, depending on what happens tonight. Um, I uh, Hell, I got a lot to get to, but we can get to it tomorrow. We'll see what happens. We'll see if there's rioting. Um, I, I, I put a call into Bobby Orr, see if you want to join us, the great Bobby that, Orr. That would be uh, great. Yeah, that'd be great. Big, 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 big Trump supporters. Today, we're hoping the president prevails. We're hoping we get four more years. We're hoping people wake up. And don't vote for these radicals. Vote for this senile old man and his phony running mate. Um, we're hoping their riot is kept to a minimum. I don't think it will be if Trump wins. I think it's going to get brutal. It's going to get nasty. Hopefully, you know they they there's some there's some cops out there. Hopefully, there's some national guard out there. Hopefully, it uh, someone to bring order to these. Blue states, blue cities. I'm, I'm not feeling good about that though. Even if Biden wins, aren't there going to be some rioting just because you know looting? Because that's what has worked. That's what these people do. If you're a member of Antifa, you don't say, "Oh, my guy won. I think I'm going to stay in and you know watch uh, you know Shit's Creek." You're going to go and throw yep. a brick. That's what you do. Great moments are born from great opportunity. There it is. Good point. Good point. And they're sitting there going. And, and then you got the looters who say, you know, I need a new pair of sneakers or I need a new washing machine. Tonight's the night. No one's going to arrest us. No one's going to stop us. Let's let's do this. But uh, I, I encourage everybody to get out and vote, especially if you agree with me. If you're going to vote for the president, if you're going to vote for Mike Pence, who, by the way, was great last night. I was watching the news. They went to Pence. He's a better speaker not only a better debater he's a better speech maker than uh than trump he kind of stuck to the script and gave a great speech he's a, i wish he could debate kamala harris again because he destroyed her but uh if you're gonna vote for pence and trump get out and vote if you're not 
don't bother. The lines are long. The weather's cold. It's not worth your time. One what's vote. Your, uh, matter. What's your setup tonight? Are you a are you a two screen guy or what's your what's your plan? Uh, I you know what I, I heard the words I hate to hear. Tucker last night had a great show. He had a great open. I was going to ask you if you wanted to play it. He had a great open on Trump. I've tweeted out. Check it out. Um, he said I'm not on tomorrow night because of the election. I'm like, damn, no Tucker, no Tucker. But you know, we'll. I'll be. I thought, you, I thought the worst words you could hear would be uh, Turtle Boy saying, "Do you mind calling into the Turtle Boy live show?" I figured that's, that's right. what I told him. Do I'd that. do that. I'd do that. Well, you know what the hell? I like Turtle Boy and all his turtle riders. But I will watch Fox News. And if Trump prevails, which is unlikely to happen tonight, you know, before bedtime, but if he does, I will certainly flip over to CNN and MSNBC just to see, you know, Don Lemon's face, Alfredo, face, or, uh, you know, see uh, Chris Hayes or, you know, maybe Joe Scarborough, whoever calls in to, to, to weep. I'm, ro- I'm voting against those people. Don't forget, when you go to vote, if you're vo- thinking of voting for, uh, for for Biden-Harris, you're voting for the Boston Globe. You're voting for Linda Pizzuti. You're voting for Ayanna Presley. You're voting for Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. He made millions when his father was vice president. How much is he going to make when he's president? Hunter Biden's going to be have more money than friggin' Jeff Bezos within you know four years of his tr- his father being you know in the white house god you want to vote for that scumbag and by the way when the election's over not only will the virus go away we're going to find out what's on the laptop and and i'm hearing things it's not pretty it's not good the stuff on this laptop you do not want hunter biden having a uh, free reign in the white house in the oval office that is frightening so get out there and vote against the biden crime family voting Voting, vote against the squad, Anna Presley and Liz Warren and Bernie Sanders. Their night. There's so much at stake. You can't say, eh, what's the big deal? It is a big effing deal. We need to give Trump more years to come to try best to drain the swamp. All these detestable swamp creatures. You're voting for Jim Comey. You're voting for Clapper and Brennan if you vote for Biden. You're voting for the the FBI, this corrupt FBI. You're voting for these awful, terrible, rotten people. Don't do it. Vote for the president. Vote for Trump. Vote for Pence. Uh, Vote for four more years. Please, I'm begging you, let's not let these creeps into the White House. They've done enough damage. You're voting for CNN. You're voting for MSNBC. You're voting for ABC and CBS. You're voting for the New York Times. Don't do it. Hi, Colin. Are you voting today? I don't know. I'll see. I mean, I know my vote. <laughs> I know I you, don't said you don't care. You don't care. You don't. You know, it's not a big deal. Give the shit. I don't know. It's. I. I, I like more of the madness. I. I can't wait to watch the madness tonight. That's why I'm it gonna is, have my. I mean, if there's, I'll think Whitney and be ready to go. If there's a, I, I've got my, by the way, my red for the red state today. I have a Bush, I have a Reagan Bush 84 t-shirt, but I couldn't find it. So I stuck with my deep red for the red wave that's coming. I hope it's coming. I'll certainly be glued to the results, but here's the thing. Um, it might not happen tonight. It might not happen tomorrow. Night. It might be weeks and weeks and weeks. And I like, generally I like chaos, but I feel like the longer it goes, the better chance that uh, the, the deep state. It has to steal it. So I'm hoping 
that it's all wrong, the pundits are all wrong, and I'm all, there's a big rave, and all this enthusiasm translates into big-time votes and a landslide for the president. It's unlikely, but I'm predicting a win, a squeaker. I'm predicting it's the 270, and we give him four more years, and uh, all these awful human beings that are rooting for rooting for Biden go home and uh, heartbroken and in tears tonight. Let's not let's not make this a good night for Alex Reamer. Let's be honest. That that's not a good thing. Let's make it a tough night for Alex Reamer and all his fellow radicals. All right. That sounds like a plan to me. So, Thanks to all right, watch Turtle Boy Live tonight, by the way, because he's live. I feel lazy that we're not doing anything, but what, I don't know, whatever. Well, I mean, uh, I'm up for doing it, but we're not going to know anything. We'll do it tomorrow yeah. morning when we'll hopefully know something. I don't think we'll know yeah. anything. And if we did, it would be, you know, midnight, right? Yeah. So, and you got to, I mean, if you're going to do something, you kind of got to be all in and watching all the different media outlets at the same time. So you can grab the clips live of the madness going on and the crazy things being said. So it's okay, well, operation. Like I would yeah. like to do that, but I'd like to do that and do it tomorrow morning when we can get it all and we'll have the sound. I appreciate everybody listening today and tomorrow. Thanks to Shea Concrete and Ally Paving at DCU. And thanks to uh, Howie Carr. You can listen to him at three o'clock on the uh, Howie Carr show on the Howie Carr radio network or read him in the Herald. He's the best. Thanks to Reamer. He looked a little too happy for me. I didn't like that today. He looks he looked pretty comfortable. Yeah. yeah, he looked comfortable. He's feeling good. He's feeling good about uh, Sleepy Joe. But let's let's get out. Let's vote. Let's ruin Reamer's day. All right. I am Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you tomorrow morning. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.